Senores y senores, what is going on and welcome on into today's Union Match Preview as we're looking ahead to this upcoming Saturday as our Philadelphia Union will be traveling down south to our rivals down, of course, at the nation's capital as they face off against D.C. United and obviously for United a little bit, trying to look for some revenge after that beatdown that we gave those guys back uh, was like a month ago or so now. So it's going to be a really interesting matchup and in seeing how the Union kind of bounce back after that Dallas game. And will there be goal, uh, goal fests going down in our nation's capital? We shall see. We typically get really comfortable at Audi Field, so we'll see how the Union come out and play. Of course, you'll have a rumor to talk about as well. And, of course, talk about what you guys want to talk about too. Welcome, everyone, to today's match preview. Of course, I'm your host, El Parcero Philly. If you're new to the channel, welcome. Come on in. We do have Facebook. We have YouTube, Twitter, and, of course, TikTok here to watch this live here today. Of course, throughout today's um, show, guys, keep throwing your comments, questions, and concerns in both comment sections as we have YouTube and TikTok's comment sections open and available for you guys. So if you're a uni fan, you're a soccer fan, MLS, sir, if you're an EPL guy, La Liga, whatever it may be, we're talking soccer here, so throw your comments, questions, and concerns in the chat. Hey, listen, I know Man U, Man U fans are in the need of some venting and need of some some therapy and some, some love and care. You know, if you are one of those people, listen, we welcome you as well. We're, we're here to console you guys and then say, hey, if you're ever ready to to root for an American team, you got the Philadelphia Union because it's been, it's been somewhat fun. It's been a little bit of a roller coaster ride. Um, real quick as well, want to remind everyone that today's Uni Match preview is sponsored by Lot Watches. If folks are marking for your brand new watch, consider checking out Lot Trade Watches. High quality watch at a bargain price. Right now, when you use my promo code Barcelona Philly at the checkout page, you'll receive ten percent off of your purchase of a Lot Trade Watch. So, what are you waiting for, ladies and gentlemen? Go ahead and check out Lot Trade Watches. And a big shout out, a big thank you to our friends over at Lot Trade. What's happening, TikTok? Guys, keep tapping that screen away. Let's get some more people in here. Let's get some more soccer fans in the chat. Keep tapping that screen away. Uh, what's up, Dylan? What's happening, man? Um, let's put up five today. I'm feeling like a fun Friday. That's actually tomorrow night. The Union play tomorrow night, Dylan. It's a seven thirty. If you're talking about the Phillies, then yes, let's 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 put let's beat down the Mets. But uh, that's for tonight. That's for tonight. Five one Philly. Okay, I, that's it's very that's something that you can absolutely do. The Union can absolutely do a five one victory here to, uh, tomorrow night against DC. Five tomorrow. That's right, Dylan. Let's get it. Let's get it. Five on DC. He's already given us his prediction. I love it. I love it. What's up, right now? What's happening, brother? How you feeling? What's going on right now? Right now, we do want to know what this background is now. You changed it from Kareem Benzema, and I believe it looks like Vinicius Jr. and Casemiro. I know you're upset. Casemiro is now with Manchester United. But uh, what's happening right now? What's going on? What's happening? All right. Let's get to uh, our first talk of the day, our first discussion of today. I wanted to bring up the rumor that we heard here today, the latest here with our boys in blue uh, from MLS transfers. It's pretty, I'd say it's a, it's a pretty sourceable um, source, I guess I would say, um, you know, it's a Twitter account. So I guess, you know, take that for a grain of salt, but it's not out of the realm to start thinking about this. Jack McGlynn, apparently, um, PSV Eindhoven have been tracking and have been scouting Jack McGlynn, which obviously comes as no surprise. I'm sure there are a bunch of clubs in Europe that are already down Jack McGlynn. When you have the skill set that Jack does at the age that Jack is at, you're going to get some eyes on you. Um, the vision that he holds, he's far beyond his years, and it needs to be in Europe by by all means. And of course, the goal throughout this whole entire year, especially during the, the summer off the summer transfer period. 
was to retain this group together as best as possible throughout the rest of the season because we all know what the goal is, and the goal is to win the MLS Cup, and so they're trying to keep as many players as possible. Now, I don't think that Jack is going to get sold within the season, but I, I wouldn't, it would, it would not, I would not put it past myself and past each other if uh, Jack McGlynn is gone in the offseason, which is the winter transfer period. Jack is ready for this move. Uni are trying to keep him here, and I think that's the right move. And I think going to a league like Holland or a club like PSV Eindhoven is a great spot. There's an emphasis over in Holland for developing young players, and they typically go there and they do develop. And so I think that going to a league like that would be very, very much conducive for Jack McGlynn, and I would not mind that whatsoever. Um, it looks like the union, throughout their business practices with a lot of these homegrown players, I really love that they always keep in mind what is in the best interest of these players. Not just trying, not like Chicago, just selling, selling off their best prospect that they've almost have had since what Georgie Mahalovich. And decide like, oh, Chelsea's calling. Chelsea wants to give us some money for Gaga. Here, Chelsea, take Gaga. You want to loan him back to us? Well, I thank you. Listen, it's really important that these players that are le- these young players that are leaving this league go into good situations, and that's why you got to love what the Union did. Sending Brennan Aronson to RB Salzburg, we have seen how that's already paid off. Sending Mark McKenzie to Genkin. Unfortunately, Mark has been dealing with some stiff competition over in Genkin. That's why he hasn't got a lot of playing time, but he's with the sell of Johan Lukami, he should be able to get some more minutes. Uh, even the Jack DeVries sell, you know, giving sending him to an, a, a club like Venezia who got just promoted to Serie A and have been looking to develop a lot of young players, especially the players in the American market. And that was a great spot to send over Jack DeVries. Continuing to sell off these players to situations that can, is conducive for the continued developing of these players is what's going to help this league prosper long-term. Not just selling them off to Chelsea or Juventus or Roma or Bayern München just because it's those clubs and when they call, you just drop everything you do and say, yeah, you're going to have them for $5 if you'd like. No, 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 no. The, we want to continue selling off these players. So if these players go on, continue the development, turn out to be solid star players, that is only going to help this league. It's going to have want more players to come in here. Look what just happened this past all season. Um, Puig, who is now with LA Galaxy, and Cucho Hernandez. Those are two examples of what I want this league to kind of develop into. Those are two young players in young academies. Well, Puig was in a young academy that obviously in a big club. And for, for Cucho Hernandez, still a young player that hasn't found a home, hasn't found that consistency. But they come here to the MLS, two clubs, already going to be impacts day one and continue their development and can continue being sold on later on because they're still at a young age. Those are the type of signings that I want to continue seeing this league doing. So for Jackie boy, I'm ex- I, I wouldn't mind this move. Obviously it's not going to happen within the season. So union fans will have to panic about the fact that, that Jack McGlynn is leaving the team. What about the playoffs? Is this team serious about winning? I got you guys. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Um, no worries, uh, possibly. If you guys want to come on in, you guys are more than welcome to. I'll get you guys coming in a little bit later on in the show. Uh, link is in the chat. Appreciate you, Positive Philly, for reminding me what's happening, Positive Philly. What's going on? Um, let me see here. What's up, De- uh, Definitely Conte? What's happening? I honestly think we're time. You think we're going to draw against DC United? That's how down we're on on the Union right now? That you think you're going to draw against DC? Come on, Conte. Have some faith, man. We'll we'll talk about it, but I I don't think I don't think we should be as bleak with tomorrow's uh game as we should. 
Um, Dylan, not going to lie, summer's overrated. When fall hits, you got all the sports going on, and you can flip into do, to anything. Um, Dylan, that is a take that is 110% correct. I love the fall. Fall has always been my favorite time of year. When I was growing up, it was the always the easiest time of year in school. And, of course, it was always um, uh, it was always the summer football, and I, that always would excite me. And now, as I am um, older, obviously, I'm still excited about football coming back. I watch my bird come back. You go Temple Owl. Shouts to my my Temple people out there. Um, but you know, also, I'm, I'm you know, call me a basic bitch if you want. I'm a pumpkin snob. Two weeks ago, went to Wow with my dad, got a cup of Joe, and yes, I went for the pumpkin spice because yes, I am a basic ass bitch. Give me my pumpkin spice latte with my flannel and my fedora. I'm kidding, guys. <laughs> do all that but yeah a pumpkin spice i'm 110 percent there and that is one of the main things why i get so happy about fall it's beautiful weather it's not too hot it's not too cold yeah i was a little bit kidding about the flannel but being able to wear light leathers i do enjoy doing adding on to the outfit yeah you, know, you guys know me i like to dress here and there not just just eagles apparel or union apparel whatever it may be um but yeah fall is awesome and i completely agree with you though I completely agree. And then you got baseball playoffs. You got soccer playoffs. It's a great time period. Football, uh, basketball and hockey start in, in the fall, too. It's it's the best time period. You're 100% right, Dylan. You deserve a crown for that one, King. What's up, Brianna? What's going on, girl? How you feeling, Bree? Bree's excited for the birds. You missed this night's Eagles talk, Bree. We were talking about the birds. We got you prepared. But, hey, fill up on YouTube. Bree, you can definitely check out what we were talking about yesterday. But it's good seeing you, Bree. Uh, fall any time of the year. Agreed, man. Agreed. Uh, you haven't gotten any real. No, 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 Dylan. We'll talk about that in a second, too, because it's actually really good news. But let's move forward here, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get into this matchup because I do want to continue answering your comments because you guys got some good stuff here. Um, so, look, Saturday night, 730, we'll be in Audi Field for our next match against DC United. And obviously, this is a tough week, and we talked about it. Two matches in one week are definitely tough, and it's it's going to be it's going to be the challenge for Jim to get these boys ready for this one. Now, obviously, everyone wants to mention the 7-0 victory that we had earlier on in the year. Uh, was, I, it was like a month ago in Subaru Park. DC United comes in in a spot where the Union were looking to have a good performance. I think they were coming off of a loss at that point as well. And the Union just absolutely straight took it to DC United. I believe actually that was the night or that was the moment where the Union were on a run of just draws. They drew, they drew like their nine of their last 11 and we're just looking to just finally get the ball rolling. Then they just dropped 7 nothing on Friday Night Soccer. It's on primetime ESPN. And they just were not, they were relentless. Even the kids got in the action. You had a Mikel Ua, um, the, a brace. I think Julian Carranza got a brace. Ali got a brace as well. Like, it was one of those type of games that just everyone was just having at DC United. And that back line got absolutely abused upon um, in that game. Now, do I think that the Union will go down to D.C. and put up another seven spot? I, I really don't think that that'll happen simply because it's just hard to do that. <laughs> like, it's really hard to do that. However, I do think the Union, who typically play much better after a loss, will go down there and will still have a big performance. I could see like a like a 4-1 victory or 5-2 victory, something like that, 5-1. Um, the thing with D.C. here, here it is. So obviously, like the, the topic and the whole mantra in the narrative around dc right now everyone's focused on wayne rooney wayne rooney's back in the mls this time he's the manager not a player and so he is trying to put dc back to like when he was here you know it's been crazy since 
he's it's funny since the 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 glory days of dc united where everyone forgets that they were the class of the mls when this league started and even in the 2000 early 2000s they were still a really good team i think they won a couple of 2004 but then ever since that moment they have been mediocre too bad ever since then. Then you had the two years where, where Wayne Rooney was here. They made playoffs. They were an exciting team. And then he leaves, and then they're back to mediocre to bad. They had Ronaldo Sala. That, that experiment absolutely blew up in their goddamn faces. And now they're trying to rekindle and trying to get back to what they they, they were back in the, early, the late 90s and the early 2000s. The thought now for them is that Wayne Rooney will come back and bring that kind of attitude and that culture back to D.C. that he had here in 2018, 2019. But I'll be honest with you. I don't really have much faith in Wayne Rooney being a manager. Like, there's a lot of these former Prem stars, your Frank Lampard, your Titi Henry's, um, who get into managing and people think because of who the player is that they're going to become this freaking amazing manager. Uh, not everyone turns into Pep Guardiola, right? And so, especially when you're a player at the level of TT, Frank Lampard, or Wayne Rooney, those guys were playing at a different freaking level. A great example of this is Michael Jordan, right? Michael Jordan, the basketball player, one of the greatest of all time. Michael Jordan, the GM slash owner, one of the worst of all time. And it's because a lot of times these players treat every other player like when they were playing. But everyone is different. you got to find the tick for all these players. And that's what some of these managers struggle with as well. Now, I do think Titi Henry did not finish the job in Montreal. I still think that, and I think a lot of what Wilfer Nancy has been able to build in Montreal was a lot of what Titi Henry was laying down as a foundation in that 2020 season. I mean, what Frank Lampard's going to do, because obviously he's on the track of uh, getting Everton relegated. So thank you, Mr. Lampard. But no, I really don't think that Wayne Rooney's going to turn around this team. And I think that this is just like DC just trying to, you know, shoot a dart at the wall and seeing if it, it'll freaking stick because they think they're just going back to what worked best. Kind of, I guess, kind of like when the Eagles went back to the Doug or the Andy Reid coaching tree and went with Doug Peterson. But hey, that actually did work out really well. But I just don't think this one will work out. And obviously, he brings Revel Morrison and he brings Christian Penteke, which we won't have to worry about Penteke in this match because he's still going through his visa situation, which is delaying. Go figure. MLS, I guess. Ben Techie's not big enough of a club. Maybe if he played for Chelsea instead of Crystal Palace, it would have been a different story. And he was a Liverpool guy, right? If I'm not mistaken. But I guess when you're a Crystal Palace, dude, your visa gets a little bit delayed as well. But uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see um, this Wayne Rooney-led team. I obviously haven't been able to watch. The last time we saw DC United, it was Chad Ashton running the show. But after my talk with Between Clean Sheets yesterday, um, and shouts out if you guys watched the Dubai River episode. If you haven't already, definitely check that out. It's on the YouTube channel as well. Um, but from hearing it from Cheyenne, it seems as if like the dynamic on the sideline is still very much confusing because you do have um, obviously Chad Ashton as the assistant still. And these it looks like players still don't know who to kind of answer to. You got Chad Ashton yelling at players, you got Wayne Rooney yelling at players. So who are these players supposed to follow? And that's always the confusing part about it. Uh, it looks like they obviously also got rid of Michael Estrada. He was on a loan deal. They cut it short, which is very interesting. Um, I mean, we all, I saw him here for a couple minutes when he played against Philly when he was part of D.C. It's funny because I seen Michael Estrada plen plenty in, in Conmebol qualifications. But, you know, Ecuador has obviously been freaking came out of nowhere, became this powerhouse of a soccer nation. And so I'm like thinking like, OK, D.C. got Michael Estrada. That's a pretty damn good pickup. But then. He doesn't get any minutes, and you know it is it is what it is. But um, 
he leaves. They look like they put Revel Morrison as more of a false nine type of player, playing with more of a smaller lineup up top with Rodriguez and uh, Taxi Funtas as the wingers in a 4-3-3, or I don't know what they're going to run a lineup this week. They're obviously missing Michael Birnbaum. Um, Ike Hines also uh, has been injured too, and Pines is just absolutely going to get abused. So I'm curious to see what they will put there as their center backs. I obviously remember Brad Smith got injured in the last trip here in Philadelphia. Uh, so if you're looking at this Union team and obviously struggled in Dallas and did not have the best attacking match, this has got to be a situation here for the Union that you take advantage of a weak back line of D.C. United and you absolutely abuse them. You get back form. Guys that cut on said, well, we're clicking on cylinders in Chicago. Now, I'll give credit to Dallas on Wednesday. They had, did a solid job with the high press and they did a, did, did a, had a struggle uh, with building from the back and move, maneuvering around that that uh, that high press. So we'll see how the Union kind of answer to that. Uh, because I think DC's only saving grace is that high press and trying to keep the pressure off that back line. I would not expect DC trying to build from the back whatsoever. Clear that bad boy. You got the goal kick. Just clear that bad boy. Um, because Uwak Azakaranza will force some turnovers. And uh, obviously Jim had some rotation on Wednesday. I put Corey Burke. He obviously started Leon Flock and Jose Bro Martinez. And as we continue to talk about, what does Jim want to do with this midfield? Do you start Jack McGlynn? Um, do you run back Leon Flock and Bruno Martinez as well? I think that in this matchup, in this situation, you start Jack McGlynn. Put Jack McGlynn in there. He's still young. You can play him for 90 minutes if you if you do, please. But I do feel like Jack McGlynn, since you sat him on Wednesday, put him in the situation here against D.C. Let's get the early result. Let's put him away. You can bunker down if you want. You put more defensive-minded line up there. But I also do think that El Brujo Martinez should be starting at the number six position to start this game off. And that's really the topic of discussion, because I think for a lot of us, we can all agree that Jack McGlynn needs to be in the starting lineup. But what is the six going to be? Is it Flock? Is it Martinez? And that's the discussion. That is the debate we'll have. Obviously going to ride with El Brujo Martinez, but you can't go wrong with Flock either. So you guys let me know in the comments who you think should be starting at that six role, whether it be Flock or whether it be Brujo. Um, but I think that that's what it's going to look like. And I think Mbiza will start again at the right back position. I think Jim has made the decision that Mbizo will be the top right back. And then Harry will be running back or running back, <laughs> running back. You probably, he probably could play running back, but he'll be RB two, Right. So I think that that's what the lineup will essentially look like uh, this upcoming Saturday. Um, but yeah, again, like the name of the game has to continue being just, punishing that back line and forcing those turnovers as best as you can. I want to exploit this back line again, and you needed a really good job of dictating and controlling the pace in that first game, which led to the performance that we saw. They absolutely abused them. We're obviously also going to see David Ochoa for the first time as a member of DC United. I do think we've seen him in, in when he was with RSL or maybe not, but regardless, he's obviously a very controversial player. You know, just choosing to play for Mexico over U.S. doesn't always bode well with the Americans. Um, but he's still a pretty solid goalkeeper. And for a defense, is absolutely garbage. He's done a pretty solid job of kind of manning that the post. And so we'll see what he will look like against uh, against the Philadelphia Union. But put as many shots as possible. I did like Cooling Caranza took took those chances, saw the long shot. That pays. I like those. I like the threat of a long shot because. 
it brings up those ba that back line. And so you have the ability to have those channels open up and then you can make those runs. And when you got guys like Aranza Ua and even Gazak that can that can make those runs, I think that that bodes well for this Philadelphia Union team. But exploiting that back line at all costs. Flock, I'm sorry, uh, Wagner and Imbizo, get up pitch. Get damn feel up pitch. The one thing, uh, one thing I, I would be concerned about maybe is Taxi Funtas, who obviously has cooled off just a tad bit. He's still a really good player. The pace that that kid runs with, and he's got he's got a lot of skill as well. Now, it's funny because he's been playing left. He's been playing right wing. I, I'm curious to see where they would start him at. Um, but if I'm DC and I'm trying to look to exploit a weakness on the Philadelphia Union. I'm playing taxi on the left-hand side to go up against Olivier Baizo. And, you know, Olivier did get tested by Velasco in that second half against uh, against Dallas on Wednesday. So that's, if I'm, you know, Rudy's listening to this preview, right? but that's what I would do if I'm, if I'm, we'll see what, what happens. Um, Dylan, no serious injuries for the Union. Um, that's a good part. That was part of Jim's presser. Um, Corey Burke also trained full. Uh, his, he had a full training period today. Obviously, we saw him get injured again on Wednesday. Uh, he left the, in the end of the first half. He got elbowed in the freaking chest. He got sandwiched in midfield. And so he left in uh, before the second half started. And obviously, Mikel Uo had to run for 45 minutes. But he should be back and ready to be back on the bench this this uh, this Saturday. Uh, you need over flyers? I mean... Flyers are in the bottom of the totem pole. It goes as far as like the best teams, uh, as far as success wise right now, the best teams, the most winning teams in Philly, you got to go union one. It's tough because it's either Phillies or Eagles, but I'll go Phillies right now because they're obviously still playing right now. And the Eagles is just hype that we're kind of just going off of. So union Phillies, Eagles, Sixers, and then flyers. Although the Sixers, again, a lot of potential um, for this basketball team too. Get past the second round. That's what we're all hoping for. Getting past the second round. They got some depth. They've improved upon defensively. Um, I would say, and I still feel this with the Sixers, just getting that wing, extra wing. But we're not talking Sixers. We're not talking Sixers. You guys are making me go down a rabbit hole. <laughs> Brianna. I got Brianna laughing over here. I appreciate it. Uh, I love good, uh, loving good sweatshirt and chilly watching the birds. Dude, you just set up the mood, man. A little... A little hot cocoa with a little marshmallows in that bad boy. I feel you, man. You're setting up the mood, bro. That's definitely a vibe. CC, what's going on? How you doing, girl? Hello from Los Angeles, California. Well, greetings from South Jersey, Philadelphia country. <laughs> what's going on? Uh, Xfinity Center. You mean Xfinity Live. But hey, we'll be lit on opening day. Brianna, you're an Xfinity Live girl. I, I've retired from the Xfinity Live during game days. It is just too much for me, man. I, I I need to watch. I need to focus on the game. When I was in my early 20s, I didn't care. I'm just trying to get drunk. I'm trying to hang out with the boys, you know, holler at some honeys, at the, as they say down there in South Philly. <laughs> but that's really, that's why I would go. Now I, I need to be focused. I don't, I don't really, maybe I'll drink a beer, but quickly water, maybe, maybe a soft drink, a soda. After all, I'll pound a couple beers. But I need to focus. I need to watch from start to finish. I need to have a clear mind as possible. Um, so the party days for, for any Philly sporting event really are over for me. That's what's up, Bray. Be safe out there. What's up, Luke? What's happening, brother? How you feeling, man? Um, Start Jack. Yeah, Jack's not going anywhere. He'll be starting, man, 110%. 
All right, let's start going backstage and let's start bringing you guys some uh, in here. Of course, if you guys again want to be part of the show, come on in. You're more than welcome to. I'll throw the link again in the comment section. Copy paste that bad boy, and we'll let you guys come on in. All right, let's start off with Don Reynell. Welcome on into Union Match oh, Preview. Hey. How are you today? I'm good. You decided to match with me, huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I I right now, it's, it's hot. Dude. I, what's up, man? I changed my profile picture. Yes, who is, what is this? Is this Vinicius and, and Casemiro? No, Vinicius and, and Kareem Benzema. Ah, so with the love of Benzema. Dude, you got to do Casemiro and Vinicius. Get the person connect going. Uh, I like them both, but like, I'm happy he's leaving because he won 14 Champions Leagues with us. 14? Damn. It's crazy. And uh, it's fine. I want him to leave real happy, not sad. There you go. But I, I want like that. Uh, Madrid fans wants him to stay. Everybody okay. wants him to stay. Yeah, man. It's it's tough with some players that you love, man. But it's just the nature of the business. Manchester United wanted to pay, and, you know, they, they, they left. Well, he's going to go play with Cristiano Ronaldo now. <laughs> That's crazy. Yo, how, can we get Pulisic to man you? Is that uh, possible? Could be. I would like to see me, uh, Pulisic and man. Get him out of Chelsea, man. That's a joke. That's an absolute <laughs> joke. That how do you feel? Yeah, man. How do you feel about this Union game on Saturday? Good. You think they win? Yeah. See, they put Brujo Martinez. Yeah, you you see, you're a Brujo Martinez guy too, man. I, I feel you. You got to start at Brujo Martinez over Leon Flock. That's just, that's hell right now. You put him in and then we would win to nothing. Not Ooh. like the other game how we lost one nothing. That was a rough one on Wednesday, brother. Who scores the goals for the Union? Mm, Brujo Martinez. Oh, Brujo gets his first goal this season. Yeah, it's first this year. Maybe first this year. Hopefully, man. Hopefully. Who's, who's, who scores the other goal? Uh, number 11, our captain. Alejandro Bedoya. I feel you, man. I feel you. And, and uh, where are you going to be watching this game? I think on my, on my phone or somewhere on the TV. Somewhere. It's a night one. So you, are you watching Phillies too with that one? Could be. Okay. Okay. When does Real Madrid play? Uh, then Tomorrow. Okay. All right. Well, hey, you enjoy it right now. It's going to be, you seem like you got your Saturday all set up. Yep. Hey, very nice. Right now, we'll catch up soon. All right, brother. Okay. Enjoy your week or weekend. Okay. I'm sorry. See you later, right now. Good right now. And he's got a Saturday. I used to miss that. I was telling my dad, like, I used to hate my dad on Saturdays. If he was off, he was that type of dude that was like, everyone. Get in a damn car. We're going to do something as a family. And I'm like, Dad, are you kidding me? We got Ohio State, Penn State tonight on primetime football. Brett Musburger. And he'd be like, get in the goddamn car. And I would lose at that point. And I was just my, that was just me growing up. And that's why I'm jealous of right now. Because he's got his Saturday set up. He's got Real Madrid. He's got the Union. He's got the Phillies. It's freaking awesome, man. It's freaking awesome. I'll be, uh, I'll, I'll be soaking up some sun because I need it. I need some sun, boys and girls. It is. It, it looks really nice. I'm, I'm missing. I'm in too much in the darkness, man. I'm losing my tan, too. I'm starting to look real pasty out on these streets. All right, let's bring on our boy Positive Philly on Union Match Yo, Preview. Sir. It's happening. How's it going? Let me just start off by saying that's the worst. My mom's been, she's been like, there's times like, 
it's it's a nice Sunday. Let's go out and do something. I'm like, I don't care how nice it is. I'm sitting home watching the birds. Like, you know, like I, that's what that's what Saturdays are for. I don't mind missing college football as much as I mind missing the birds. So he was a little bit more lenient with the birds for some reason. It was tough in the beginning parts, and I was I started being really crazy in the birds uh, during the end of year, you know, the early parts of the read and. We were in some big games, but as time went on, he, Jeff Garcia became his favorite quarterback. He was like, okay, we'll watch the Eagles on Sundays. But sat, I could not get college football over. He would not understand my college football obsession, and we would always bump into that one. Nah, but, uh, yeah, how about those? Uh, okay, we lost the other night, but I got to say, I'm happy okay. that the union, they, they're doing some big things, man. They made it on NBC Sports Philadelphia, but you want to know the – so uh, listen to this, right? I I have I was like gaming and stuff Wednesday night. I, I forgot nice. they were on. I watched started watching them like the twenty sixth minute I think. Um, so I put it on my computer. I'm recording a TikTok giving them props. I'm like shout out to the union for playing on NBC Sports Philadelphia. What happens when I'm recording the TikTok? Dallas scores their one nothing goal on Andre Blake. Like how does that happen? You know I'm recording a TikTok giving the union props, and then there goes Dallas scores their first and only goal of the game. Like come on. Dude, I was ready to troll Dallas, man, because Ezekiel Elliott put out a, 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 I guess, an Instagram story um, rooting on Dallas. And he goes in the TikToks like, hey, from the football team to the football team, you know, we're still Dallas. And because one Dallas team is playing Philly, we all play Philly. And I was like, wow, Philly really in your head run free, huh, Zeke? But uh, it's, listen, it's I'll say this. Playing FC Dallas is not like playing the Dallas Cowboys because playing FC Dallas, you have to play in this stadium that is right outside Dallas, right in Frisco, Texas. And this place, I don't know what it is. It attracts heat more than any other stadium in the MLS. It is hot as all heck. Whereas in Jerry World, you got the air conditioning. You got the roof over your head. network there. Yeah, I think FC Dallas was the second um, soccer-specific stadium in the MLS in its history. So it's not very, it's not, um, it's it's not what it is today, like with what Columbus has or even Cincinnati. Right. Atlanta's got a football stadium as as their stadium. So it's kind of a little, it's a little old school in a sense because it's the 2000s it was built. I'm not but. gonna lie. Now, granted, you know, I haven't I haven't watched that many MLS games in, in you know in my time. But there's, um, it seems like there's quite a few teams who play in a football stadium. Like, why can't the, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong, Super Park is nice. It's, I mean, yeah. obviously, you know, it's not in the best area, but it is a nice stadium. Why can't the uh, Phillies or the the Phillies? I, I'm wearing a Phillies. I guess that's why I said Phillies. Uh, why can't the Union play at uh, the link? Uh, number one, you would have to pay to play there. Um, Obviously, the Jeffrey Laurie and the Eagles own that that stadium, and so the Union would have to essentially pay rent. So it's not always conducive. Um, and plus, keeping maintaining from soccer to football, it's it's a mess. I, I've seen it happen. Yeah. The last thing I want to watch when I'm watching the MLS is the 50 yard line. Like I think to me that makes us a joke as a league. Tufton is too. Temple with, there. Yes. Temple playing at the line too. So I really don't think it would work out. Too much. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, having. Having Subaru Park, and I've, I at one point wanted to have the, the Union in, in Philadelphia, but once now that I've been there more than enough times, I like where it's at. It's, it is it is secluded to everything. No one bothers you out there. It's a very fun experience, um, and I just kind of I enjoy it at this point. But a lot of MLS teams are kind of following the trend. They all want downtown stadiums. A lot of these new stadiums are being built within city confines. 
Um, and so that's that's kind of the new direction for these right. new stadiums. But um, I don't want to play in the NFL stadiums. It, it, it just you kind of get thrown into the side um, and, and you just get neglected, essentially, like like the like the revolution play in Gillette Stadium. And okay, they yeah. play in a app in a turf field. And Where's that's GC? not what you should be playing in. Where's DC play? Are we home tomorrow? Yeah, no, no we're away. It's Audi Field. It's also city confines of uh, District of Columbia, that Washington, D.C. I just took my mood down. <laughs> but I mean, you know, were we home the uh, when was the we beat them seven nothing? That was at home, right? <laughs> yeah, it was at home, man. Yeah, man. But typically they play good in DC. Yeah, we should. We should win. Would you say Jim Curtin's the best head coach in Philly sports right now? Yeah, by by for sure. That's not even close. I mean, a lot of people would probably a lot of people don't even know him. So, you know, or don't want to know him, and that's that's fine too. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I I want to say I hope you know after this year, I feel like the union needs to get the recognition they deserve. I mean, I like you know, um, shout out to ninety seven five. I know I believe Tyron Jones, Tyron Johnson, uh, from ninety seven five. I believe he is a union fan. Am I correct? Like he is, man. He is. You were the guys on ninety seven five. Are I know John Kincaid's talked about them a little bit, but they still they don't talk about them enough. Like you never see anybody calling into these radio stations and being like. They're all like, yo, how, yo, how about them birds? Let's be like, how about them union? Loop on. Like, you never see people doing that, man. That's Al, Al Parcero. You you need to start off. You need to call into like 97.5, like the best show ever or something. You got to talk to Tyrone about the birds or, or about the union. Nah, I'll just, I'm just going to call Tyrone to just have me on and we'll talk some union. There, there you go. <laughs> there you go, just, man. Just do a show with him and be like, when do you think 97.5 and the, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't know so much WIP. I don't, I think 97.5 would do it before WIP. But yeah. when is the union going to get the respect they deserve on the radio? Little by little, man. It, it takes time. You know, people forget that the Flyers, when they first started, no one understood hockey in Philadelphia, and it took the winning, obviously, Broad Street Bullies, and you know, no matter what generation it is, Philadelphia can get behind a team that's just tough nosed. They were fighting everybody, and everyone just loved it, and so that's just it but it took time for that to kind of happen man and you know for for soccer it's just been a long stigma around it but the more winning that this team does and more people will start recognizing it wip is going to do what they want but 97.5 is making an, a, a conscious effort and it'll it'll come soon man it'll come yeah special right. special announcement at 5 p.m i wonder if that could be that they're going to be talking about the union more there you go. There you go. How's it man? It's a pleasure as always. Listen, be- before I go, I'll give you my score prediction. Dupont and go Phils, brother. Wait, can I give you my score prediction before I go? All right. All right. Yes, sir. So Union win tomorrow, three nothing. Okay. We got gold by the captain himself, Alejandro Bedoy, right? Carenza and Mikhail Uri. There you go. I love it. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, positive Philly. We love it, man. Thank you so much for coming on in here. He's got a 3-1 victory for the Union. What's up, Ryan? What's going on, Ryan? Toronto's looking good, brother. It's got me worried. What's up, Donnie? How you feeling, man? Dylan, holler at some honeys, bro. Never heard that. <laughs> it must be my boys, man. It must be my boys. Yo, JP, we going to holler at some honeys. That's what they used to call me, man. But all right, that's gonna do it for today's union match preview. I got the union with a. I also I have a I have a four one victory. I think they'll have a four one victory against DC United. Thank you so much for watching, guys. If you haven't already, make sure you guys hit the like button, subscribe for more Philly sports. Of course, uh, today's union match preview is sponsored by Lots of Rain. Watch, make sure you guys check them out and use promo code Barcelona Philly for ten percent off 
of your purchase of a lots of watch. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of El Parcero Philly, and I'm telling you guys to do bomb. Talk to you guys soon. <laughs>